ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. <laughs> I would love it if it was more popular, but it's fine. It'd be less yep. popular. That's okay, too. Like, I'm just super amped to be able to talk to these guys about music. Ooh. It's awesome. You love know, it. you realize that means that we, you'll never have to worry about us going commercial. There's yeah, never going to no, be a point sure. where like, well, that's a bigger audience. We have to watch like Ben will... Then we'll put the uh, kibosh on that shit. Well, Quick. I will. I will say a new market has opened up to us. We are the uh, or last week we were the seventh most listened to music podcast in Belgium. So Belgium, uh, cheers to you, coming at you with with waffles and um, Urban Dance Squad, Deeper Shade of Soul. That's right. Are they All Belgian? Right. Oh yeah. Love y'all. 50 years of music with 50-year-old white guys. The outer limits, my friend. That has to be 2022. Coming. We have it's like where the time horizon meets. Like I can't things believe have come it. together. The past has become the present. It's a beautiful thing. Wow. I can't believe it. I gotta admit, I'm excited for a break and I'm so sad. I'm going to miss you all so much in this brief interregnum. The good news so. is that we can talk to each other not recording about music. So that's gonna be nice. Yeah. And we're allowed to do that. Yeah. I might write. Me, I might write you a letter. No, no. Maybe Timmy, since he's the boss of the podcast, will be like, "No talking, no talking. <laughs> we got to store all that material." No talking. <laughs> no talking to anybody until season three. You might be right. Welcome to uh, fifty oh years of music with fifty-year-old white guys. Here we are at the end of season two. Um, Jeff Simons, you're at Cape May. I am back in New Jersey, and I have such a sense memory. We did 1983 one year when I was here because I did the Violent Femmes kiss off oh, in this room. So I have great. A very, very strong memory of being here when we did 83. So here we are back again. Same room, same beach. Doing Lovely. great. Uh, 2022, it's a little weird. You chose a Violent Femmes record. That was unusual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am here at Folly Beach, South Carolina. I recommend it highly. From the top, the very first song I texted you so Ben Barton can tell us why we're playing this song. Oh, I know why. I know why. I know why. Tell us why, Ben Barton. Tell us why. George Jetson was born in 2022, right? Like this week? That is correct. July 31st, 2022. The birth date of George Jetson. How about that? <laughs> Last show of season two, I finally got something right. That was amazing. I just want to stop recording right now and ride off into the sunset. Like, I, can I take a victory lap? Because that was amazing when I got if that you right. Wonder, for those of you listening at home, Ben is now running around his office. It felt so terrible. much better than I thought. Honestly, I never thought it would happen, but I'm so pleased to be here. I actually, I, I drafted a speech about getting something right. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh yeah so um jeff simons are we within 30 years of flying cars i think we are my former student uh 
started a company called Terrafugia, which makes flying cars. Honest to God, it is a car that you drive on the freeway and then you go to an airfield and wings go and it becomes a two-seater airplane and you fly off. And uh, they're they're very expensive, but he sold a bunch of them. Have so, you seen? Yes, one? we yeah. are. We already have them. Whether we get to the whether we get to the point where you can put touch your kid on the head and it becomes a little space pod that sends them to elementary school, I'm not sure. What about uh, Ben Barton? Robot maids are they in our future? That'll be a minute, I think. Well, we already have robot lady. Yeah, I assume, no, sure. I assume you do not subject her to robot maidhood as well. My favorite thing about the Jetsons opening is it's all futuristic and all the schools look exactly like stupid high schools have looked for a hundred years, like big eight story, <laughs> like, you know, borderline jails. That's the part that really makes me yeah. sad. Like we have flying cars and robot maids, but school still looks exactly the same. <laughs> they well, could imagine a great movie, Minority Report. Yeah. Steven Spielberg hired futurists to work with him. And one of the things that's amazing about that movie is the mix of the new and the old. Like you go to that guy's office and it's got all the old furniture in it. And there are slums that, I mean, like poor neighborhoods that look exactly like they do now. And one of the things the futurists said is that th there's a bunch of new stuff, but old stuff lingers a lot longer than you would think. And yeah. so believe me, the, those crappy high schools will still be here in 30 years. No or question not. about it. The Breakfast Club will not look ancient to future generations yeah uh, all right so anyways we don't have a <laughs> grammy winner because the year's not over we don't have a uh number one selling album yet because the year's not over although harry styles is in the lead little little hint right there um nice so i no think surprise. instead of playing that music jeff simons I would like you to play the second song I requested. Yeah, why? I'd be curious to hear afterwards why we chose this one, Tim. Oh, you'll know. Go ahead. Long wind up, long wind up. You know it's from the 70s. It's a full minute before they start singing. But new things keep coming in. All right. Ben Barden, who sings it? All right, Tim, why? Give me a, I have no clue. I've never heard that before. That was horrible. Can I give him a, a hint? Yes. A much, much more famous song by this artist is Shame. Shame. It was a big disco hit in like Still 78. Awesome. I do know the song Shame, but that, I don't know who, who sang it. It's a that. woman and her middle name is a celebratory beverage. That might also help you. It's what you drink when you win the championship. Champagne? It is Evelyn oh, Champagne. Look at this. Jeff actually has champagne. King because, fellas, we are drinking a toast to two seasons of podcasts. So does everybody have their champagne? Oh. Uh, it is tough trying to get the mayor of a I actually have to be able to show up on time. This is going to be rough. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to open it, Jeff. Wait, theoretically, India Kikana is bringing me champagne? Theoretically. This is the, from you? I yes. just got handed champagne. The mayor of Knoxville is about to walk into you're your office with champagne. Unless, like, she's out saving lives or something. <laughs> she, might, she, she might be a little busy. Oh, she's look working. at that. She's Hot. actually working. Oh, I'm sad to report I'm not going to get champagne, but I'm super happy to see you guys celebrate. That's great. Hey, can, can the microphone pick this up? I can't believe Ben finally got one right and he doesn't have the champagne. Oh, that's nice. Celebrate. This is terrible. All right. Listen, that's all the celebration I need, Tim. Well, that's as we drink our champagne, I'm going to give uh, Jeff Simons the impossible question. What are the top five countries 
that have the most downloads of our podcast in these two seasons we've had? Number one is the United States of America. Correct. Is that correct? Okay. Number two is when I start being pathetic and guessing. I will say number two is uh, Ireland because you have you have Hold the connection. On. Hold on, I say Canada's number two. I think Canada's number three. And the UK Canada is, is in there too. Canada's the UK number is four. number four. And I'll say I'll say New Zealand, oddly, is number five. New Zealand is number I actually eight. think that like India. Okay. Ding ding ding. India is number two. The United Kingdom is number three. Wow. Canada is number four. And the Philippines, Germany, and Australia are all tied in fifth place. A cheers, a toast to our international audience. Some champagne for you, sir. Except for Ireland, who is letting us down. <laughs> yeah, they really, it's a very small country. Um, By the way, I just want to note I drilled Jeff. I drilled Jeff on that one too. Yeah, I'm on a fire. This is, I'm just going to end on a high note. I was going to say, I'm barely showing up tonight. This, I, this, is embarrassing. this one's going to be more getting, difficult, man. Dunked on. First, don't worry. Finale. The, next, the, next two games are, the next two games are called Weird Olympic Trivia <laughs> and Is Ben Wrong? Those are going to be the next two games that, that exactly Tim chooses. Exactly wrong. Totally wrong. All right, this, this would take an absolutely wild guess. That's it. Out of all the podcasts we have put out, which one has the most listens? And it's by a dramatic, dramatic amount. Just tell us, Timmy. <laughs> Help us out, brother. No, you have many more years to get. No, okay. It's the year is 1990 from season one. I believe that must have been when your really? uh, your colleague put out on Instapundit. Uh, a little a little shout out to our podcast. Oh, okay. I like it. Because there was a spike, unfortunately. But we also we had some good selections that year, right? Didn't I do Freedom ninety? No, unfortunately, the three songs for that year are the Humpty Dance, Merchandise by Fugazi. Oh, and, can't and go then wrong. That. Someone may have picked. You're welcome. So, someone may have picked um, Friends in Low Places, which and then was viciously attacked. For that Jesus oh well that's Christ. a great one <laughs> um, uh, you know i'm drinking champagne that you delivered apparently to me so i'm not going to say anything bad a second time yeah good call good call so uh the podcast by the numbers two seasons uh 115 episodes we have accomplished we once set a goal to have 1000 downloads and we achieved that. And then I set another goal of 10,000 and we achieved that. So then I stopped setting goals. We are at 95,017 listens of our podcast. Woo! 95,000. Very impressive. Well done, Jimmy. That's well done. Sir. Amazing. So shout out to our that fans. That is amazing. We're going to go to, we're going to blow to 100,000. 100,000 is going to be in the rearview mirror very quickly. Well, yeah. After once season seven oh, gets man. under our I'm belts. sorry, Timmy. Awesome. Um, all right. This question. Season seven is when we'll finally figure out how to get Tim an internet connection. <laughs> this question is for both of you at the same time. Fastest response. That's correct. We'll win. What was the original title of the podcast? Tim's Guys. <laughs> it was not Tim's Guys. No. No memory at all. The Wednesday Morning Music Podcast. Because I had visions of people listening during their morning commute. Yes. The new title is much superior. Yes. And much more on the nose. Yeah. All right. So your homework assignment was to pick a song that you feel captures your relationship to the podcast. Did anyone do that? Your feelings about the podcast. I, I did. did. Yes. I'm going to let Jeff go first. And if he chooses my song, then I'll choose the second song. No, 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 no. I don't want to go first because I haven't found mine on the Spotify. You go first, Benny. Oh, well, you don't have to play mine. 
uh, minus one that we've already covered on the podcast. It's All My Friends by LCD Sound That's System. mine as well. Okay, well, then I can greatest. choose my second thing. But here's why All My Friends is the perfect selection. Yes, First, it is. it's a fantastic song. Second, Indeed. it's a great song about music and friendship and growing old and being middle-aged and recognizing where you're from. And not only are all of those things true, Timmy, yes. it's a fantastic song that was selected by you, which Woo! makes me extra double happy. Like it yes. just, it brings everything that's good about this podcast together. And not only did you select it, it was one of those all-time Timmys where yep. you're like, all my friends by LCD Sound System. We played this thing and you're like, I don't know anything about this. What's <laughs> up with this band? <laughs> so good. So good. I just heard it once. As yeah, a can we just office. play the last minute of this song and all choose it together? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I'm just, I'm grinding this one. selection was um chance the rapper kanye west all we've got and the chorus of that one is music is all we've got and it's a friendship song between the two of them about music so since since jeff and i i knew i, I had a really strong feeling we were in the same song that's an obvious one for this podcast yeah so. man but it's so also good. timmy's choice like it's the it's the nexus lexus for sure of, uh, of friendship song. i was either gonna do that or elton john's making friends no <laughs> and the lcd sound system guys if, if you're a white guy so it's perfect oh yeah exactly oh. It's multiple levels. By the way, he's touring this fall and tickets are impossible. Really? So I figured out what's what Tim's delay is reminding me of. So this is what Tim, for those of you who are like, what the hell? You know when CNN has a like a reporter in oh, bad totally. weather and they're like, Bob, it looks pretty rainy out there. And then Bob is waiting for like eight seconds before he's like, <laughs> that's sure right, Wolf. It's really rainy out here. That is the situation of this podcast tim is on the perfect cnn hurricane delay no no except tim's the host man oh, that's no. the actual issue let's go back to the home office eight <laughs> second pause so, so good i'll just start talking and that's when i will be in control and you'll just be silent so you can't have any of your yeah oh, I'm, I'm gonna jump in with a witticism right now uh because because it just disrupts everything Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And meanwhile, it would also interrupt this poem I wrote. <clears throat> what this podcast means to me. It's all gone by so quickly on this here pod. I can now speak to music and beats and notes and not be a fraud. It's difficult to capture just how much I've grown for I'm also a sharper thinker, a better dad, because of all you've shown. Fellas, this has been an honor and a joy, like seeing how one song can turn a man back into a boy. 
it's not often in our age where we have a chance to express our love. It's a sentiment society rejects, much like they did with Spinal Tap's Smell the Glove. But I love you guys and couldn't have made it through without you. Which is why I went and got a 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys tattoo. <laughs> oh! No, I really didn't. That was a joke. I just needed a rhyme there at the end. So I just. That was amazing, Tim. <laughs> that was fantastic. You know, I. By the way, the tan is working out nicely for you. But I'm Even just going to say, no you got to hit the you got to hit the gym, man. <laughs> the gym is necessary. That was so cold blooded. I can't believe you just <laughs> made that joke. He looks great, ladies and gentlemen. Right. He yeah. is definitely the face of this podcast. The emotions got too real for Ben. He just like attack. Ah, that's totally true. I had to bring it back down. That was a beautiful poem, Tim. Well said. Hey, let's get to our three albums. Our three albums. I believe I am first up and happy to go first. I can't uh, April wait to 2nd, edit this 1996 puppy. in Uloga, Oklahoma, Zach Bryan is born. Oh. 18 years later, really? 2014, he joins the Navy like his mom and his dad and two of his grandparents. He is part of a Navy family, proud Navy family, heads off into the service. In 2016, his mom, Deanne Bryan, dies and it's actually a little bit fuzzy online it looks like she died of cancer it's not clear what she dies of but she dies in 2016 he's heartbroken heartbroken our guy zach bryan he's always been a sensitive kid a songwriter and a poet and he sits down and he he works out his grief through songs he's writing all of these songs by himself just on this guild acoustic guitar in 2017 one of his Bunkmates in the Navy tells him, dude, I'm going to record this and put it on YouTube. And he's like, why? No one's going to want to hear this. Let me do it. So Zach Bryan steps outside of his barracks. It's 95 degree heat in a cabin in Washington state. And if you know the Navy, it's like Eastern Washington. And he plays Heading South, an original song that he's written. Like, And he's all sweaty and red-faced. And it's freaking gripping, gripping, and it goes viral. So he and his friends have now been transferred. I mean, like now he's in Jacksonville, Florida in the Navy. So he's got a buddy and his buddy says to him, do you believe in these songs? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think the songs are good. So he and his buddy get in their van and they drive to Guitar Center and they buy recording equipment and then they go rent an Airbnb and they take the mattresses off the beds and they put them on the walls and they just record this guy solo acoustic recording the album that's like independently released just onto Bandcamp and onto Spotify called DM. And it is a fantastic, in my opinion, like just a tremendous solo acoustic record. Great. It's a great bookend for this podcast because one topic we've covered multiple times is just how hard it is to be entertaining and write good songs just with an acoustic guitar by yourself. Like that's a genre that is so overwritten and overworked. It's very, very challenging. And yet somehow this guy manages to do it. I, there's like, I mean, the, the best song, my favorite song on the first record is Godspeed. But Jeff, if you'll actually do um, It's Flying or Crying is the first song on Deanne, just do 20 seconds of that so you can hear what it sounds like. We found a porch to hold us where we could all scream childers, drink the shit that kills us until we all remember who it was when we were younger before the world took our pride and we were walking. So that's what the entire record sounds like. It's just like him solo acoustic there's some parts where he plays like little guitar fills with it but i mean he's he's a he's a really really good songwriter he's a pretty good guitarist but man that voice and the songwriting um 
this is, oh, I, I should have said this at the very beginning. I'm super apologetic. Good news, she doesn't listen, but this is a Dahlia selection. Dude, she was on this in 2019. When Deanne came out, the first self-released record, she was like, dad, you got to hear this song, Godspeed. And she was completely right. So I should start with that. That being said, I was asking Georgia, I was like, why do you like uh, Zach Bryan? What is it about it that you like? And she was like, I like his voice. I like his sadness. I like that he's haunted. Like he is from Oklahoma. And again, you know, you, you, you don't want to be, it's a little bit like the gangster rapper thing. Like you don't want to build too much into authenticity, but at least to my ear, like this is a guy who sounds like he's lived this life and is singing to you about it, like straight from the heart, straight from the heart. The last song on Deanne is called Sweet Deanne. And um, if you've had a mom who's been in the hospital or you've lost uh, or somebody that you've lost, like it'll it'll make you cry. At least it made me cry the first time I heard it. Like it's just a heartbreaker. The first verse is just, I wish I could call you. I had an amazing day. I don't have anybody to talk to about it. And then the chorus of Sweet DM, like it's just gripping. 2020. Uh, so Deanne is a, is an, a, a huge sensation, especially for a self-released solo acoustic record by a dude in the Navy. He's still in the Navy in 2020, and he puts out Elizabeth. It's the middle name of his then. It's like, it's unclear. It's like this woman goes from girlfriend to wife to ex-wife, all within a pretty crisp time period. Um, but Elizabeth is the middle name of Rose. And uh, so the first one is an, is an homage to his mom. And the second one is an homage to his then wife, who they're breaking up at the time. And it's, enough, it's, it's longer. So now he's going to 18 songs on this. This isn't a barn behind his house that he lives in in the Navy in Washington. He's still in the Navy. Like he's getting popular enough now where he has management and he's touring, but he's only touring on release from the Navy. If you look at his song kick, like the, the dates of his shows, it's like eight shows and eight nights over Thanksgiving. And you're like, who the hell would do that? And you're like, oh yeah, a dude in the Navy who had eight days of shore leave. He's just like out hitting these things. He play, And he played at the shed in Maryville. And it's a sad story. We were out of town. We couldn't see it. Um, but he's just like packing in these little tours as he goes. Puts out Elizabeth, 18 songs. To my mind, not as good as Deanne. But honestly, the reason why it's not as good as Deanne is because it's longer. And I'll get to that in a second when we talk about American Heartbreak, the record for this year. Um, but still, fantastic. I mean, it's an 18 song record and there must be 10 songs on that record that really, really powerfully moved me. And again, like this guy, like the first record's about death and your mom dying. I'm like, ah. Oh, Thank you. Like perfect theme for me. Second song is about, it's a breakup record. I'm like, good Lord. Like just keep hitting it, man. I love it. Like another theme that I love. 2021 is a breakthrough year. He is honorably discharged from the Navy. He makes it his full eight years of service in the Navy and is honorably discharged. He gets signed to Warner Records. He plays the Grand Old Opry. And in 2022, he puts out his third record, American Heartbreak. Jeff is already rolling his eyes at me. I made fun of his guy, Daniel Romano. Jeff, how many songs are there on American Heartbreak? Almost three score, my fine man. Very 34 close. songs. 34 songs on this dumb record. And then two months later, he puts out Summertime Blues, the EP that has another nine songs on it. Okay, so this is actually this was actually something that I struggled with. Like I almost didn't choose this record. There are several other records that I love from this year, but I was like, you know what? You know what? It's a 34 song record, and there's 15 songs that are great. There are really, really good songs on this record. So the first two records are self-produced, and when you hear them, you won't you'll you'll know that I'm telling the truth. Like it's a mic in a room with him singing his songs straight from the heart, like just straight from him into the digital recorder released online. Um, American Heartbreak is the first time he gets a real producer. So he gets Dave Cobb. Jeff, can you name, do you know some of Dave Cobb's major releases? I do not so, know Dave Cobb off oh, the top of Dave my Dave Cobb turns out is freaking fantastic. Uh, so my favorite one of the Dave Cobb genre is he did the, um, all right, so hold on, I'll just go through it. 
Uh, he did Chris Stapleton starting over, which is ah. like an, all, a fantastic record. He did Dawes, Good Luck with Whatever, which How is a pretty that? good record. He did The High Women and then easily by a mile, my favorite record, even including this record. He did, by the way, I Forgive You by Brandy Carlisle. No way. Yeah. No, all man. Right. So Dude, this guy's for real. He did Jason Isbell in the 400 unit, the Nashville sound. That Ooh. record's great. Dude, he produced all them witches sleeping through war. Isn't that <laughs> hilarious? And then he did Chris Stapleton, Traveler, Sturgill Simpson. He did Metamodern. That he's the producer on that record. Um, and then he did a Chris Cornell record in 2007. Like he's been grinding on. He's a major, major, major alt country producer in Nashville. And he picked this guy out when Elizabeth came out, and they've been working together. Um, and that's how they end up with these 34 songs. It's that a guy, really big. That guy deal. makes great records. Those are oh, great records. It's a super big deal for Zach Bryan. He not only did choose this guy. But he asked them to record in New York. And the guy's like, why are we recording in New York? There are country artists, let's record in Nashville. And he's literally like, I've never been to New York. I'd like to go to New York. So he lives in Brooklyn and they're recording in Electric Ladyland. And there's a, several different songs on this record that name check like his demented experience of being in New York, like just experiencing this as a kid from Oklahoma who's been in the Navy for all this time, all of a sudden in the big city. Um, and he's not famous at all when he's recording this. Like, no one's stopping him on the street, like, hey, aren't you Zach Bryan in, in uh, where Electric Ladyland is? I can promise you that. Um, it's a much rounder record. It's got a full band. And um, the band is like, you can imagine the production's great. The fiddle player in particular is just electric, but everything's great. The, the guitar solos are great. The electric, uh, the slide guitar stuff is all fantastic. The lap steel. It's a beautiful record. He keeps wearing his heart on his sleeve. Um, I can't actually recommend that you listen to the record from one to 34. I did that twice this week. And I mean, I, I freaking love this guy. And I, even I got worn out on it. So I actually have a different suggestion for you. Just go to Spotify and just put in his name and then put it on shuffle and listen. And you're going to have a really good time. I did that this afternoon. And I listened through 15 songs before I heard a song I didn't like. Like, he's got a lot of really, really good songs. Um, this song, this stupid record, 34 songs. Hey, Jeff, what number is the song with the most plays on this record? Where does it appear in the sequencing of his 34 songs? I can't songs even imagine, record? like 23? I can't even imagine. Very good guess. The 25th song hey! from Austin. 33 million listens in two months. Like, he's really, like, Holy blowing shit. up. Shit. Um, uh, I'm going to choose the third most listened song, but it's my favorite song. And I've actually thought really hard about it. This is now my favorite Zach Bryan song um, because it just pulls it all together for me so nicely. Highway Boys, Jeff, but don't start playing. As you know, I would like you to start at 2.15 in Highway Boys, not at the beginning. American Heartbreak by Zach Bryan. Don't hang heads to their home. Highway boys on the road tonight Got a gig out at the rhyming They finally found out the hard way That this sound I got is mine, man So if you need me, call If you're in love, fall Just know that highway boys Don't stick around at all And away back when Sleep next to the river here Rushing again Give me no good soul Back to where it belongs And do my best to keep truth in song And do my best to keep truth in song So um, I love, I don't like, I love to do my best to keep truth in song. And he really is. You can tell that he is. Um, dude, when we, I saw him at Bonnaroo and the, the, the stupid, the new record, the, the EP, the nine song EP, Summertime Blues, he showed up at Bonnaroo and he was like, hey, he's, it's like the ninth song that he played. He was like, I wrote this song this afternoon. We're just going to try it out for you. And he just ah! played one of those stupid songs. Like the guy is just banging this work out. Um, and I think it's it's partially like, again, you don't want to attribute too much. I don't personally know him, um, 
But I think that the, it's like he's so thrilled and over the moon to have this thing happen to him, like a complete thunder. He was in the freaking Navy for six years before any of this happened to him. Like he's not a wealthy person. You know, he's a person who has had unbelievably good fortune. And he also he wrote all the he wrote all the songs on Deanne just for the sheer joy of writing songs in his free time while he was full time in the Navy. And it just comes through. So the, the keep truth in song thing I love um, and that they found out the hard way that this song I have is mine, man. Um, one of the things that I've really puzzled over with this artist is I'm like, why is it that I like this? Like, why is this better than other things that are like this? Like, there are so many things that are like this. Um, this alt country sound is a really, really well-trod thing. And then, dude, there's two full albums. That's what there's 28 songs of him solo acoustic. And I like those songs too. Why would I like those songs better than other solo acoustic songs? There's just something about the combination of the writing and the singing um, and we'll see, like, I don't know if he can keep truth in song. We would be really curious to see if he can keep it going on. There's an edgy desperation to these songs. There's a, like, almost like a panic, like, oh, I, I, I just write a song every day because that, I, that's how I got here. Like the reason that I'm here is because I kept writing these songs. So I'm just going to keep writing them. Um, there's something. And so anyhow, I find that fantastic. I really, 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 really like this guy. I have to admit, I will go ahead and take my lumps. I made fun of Daniel Romano. This is at least as ridiculous. He put out a triple album, a triple album. He did have to wait from 20 to 22 to put it out. But I mean, that's ridiculous. And then to pile on with an EP, I was like, what are you doing, my brother? But all of that being said, I love it. Do your thing, Jeff. Dude, I, I, uh, I hate this kind of music when it's done poorly. I mean, like I really have like a visceral fingernails on a chalkboard when it, when it, skirts for the lowest common denominator and it's like it feels like a whole bunch of assembled pieces and parts i don't get any of that from this guy it's too, i get a really authentic vibe and you know i'm in for a guy who who's like i'll just put it all out there you know one of the really interesting things in the post album era when everything is digital and everything is spotify if he puts out 34 songs and 15 are great are we really going to give him a hard time for the 19 or are we going to be like Get, there's 15 great new songs I never heard, which is really interesting because I'm going to make the opposite argument in a minute for a record from this year that I is so remarkably concise, even though it's so adventurous. Um, I think you would have to like if you're talking like rating the record, you have to ding it a little bit for being so endlessly long. But if you put your 15 best favorite songs from this record together in a mix and play it, how psyched are you that he didn't put out 11? Oh, and dude, leave, and that's the leave thing. eight of your favorites on the cutting room floor, yeah. you know? No, and I think it really, really, really helps this record that that's how I listen to music now. So I've got a new music 2022 playlist, and that's what I listen to. And the way I do it is I just listen through a record and I load on songs that I like. Several things happen that really help this record. The first thing that happened is it's so long, I couldn't do it in one sitting. Yeah. So I sat down and I listened to the first eight songs and I put them all on the mix and so one i mean if you, if you don't want to do the spotify shuffle thing i promise you the first I, I, i'm right i think it's the first eight songs are all bangers like that's amazing just straight bangers all the way through yeah the ninth song cold damn vampires i was like man tisha mango's the 10th song i was like man oh dude she's all right is the 11th song that's a follow-up to dm it's he's like mom mom i'm in brooklyn I saw the sunrise over the Brooklyn Bridge and I wish that I could talk to you about it, but uh, I know that you're smiling over me. She's all right. I'm all right. That's the chorus to it. So beautiful. And then the 12th yeah. one is the cover of You Are My Sunshine. Anyhow, so it's like I, I sat through it and I listened to it in chunks and I put it on the mix. And now every time it comes up on a mix, it's such a refreshing like change to the other stuff that I listen to. Um, so I like listen. I don't have to listen to all 34 in a row. Yeah. So that does help out a lot. I'm sorry. He had yeah, a pick. Cover. Well done. Another amazing treatise from Ben Barton, ladies and gentlemen. He had a 34 song album and he included a cover. Come on. Of You Are My Sunshine. Yeah, totally. Dude, he's just all over the map. And, and by the way, I mean, I'm just completely speculating here, but this is my picture of a You Are My Sunshine thing. He walks into the, the studio and uh, Dave Cobb's like, what are we doing today? He's like, you know what? I was whistling on the way into work. You are my sunshine. Let's yeah. do that one. And then they just <laughs> cut it. Just cut it. Like, I'm assuming when you do 34 songs, and this is the, his first major label album, 
Um, I can't imagine that the label was like, yeah, keep going to 46. Like, I'm sure they were like, get the hell out of the studio. Someone locked that guy out of the studio. Hey, obviously, because he snuck back in and did a nine song EP when they weren't looking. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Amazing. All right, Jeff, do it. Am I clear? I'm cleared from Tim. Tim, nod if it's okay if I just start talking. <laughs> All right, he went offline. Um, so I love the record I'm picking so much. This happened in the last 10 days. I was like, eh, I'm lukewarm about most of my choices. I have been knocked on my ass by a record in a way that I haven't been at least in 10 years, maybe 20 years. I'm going all in on my 2022 record of the year. I can't imagine that a record is going to come out that I'm not more impressed by this. And what's even more amazing is this is not a band I particularly love. In fact, this is a band that I have disliked more of their music up to this point than liked it. This is their eighth studio record. And I cannot believe the quantum leap I think they've made from album seven to album eight. And as a little clue, you name checked them in your Dave Cobb list. Then which of those bands am I about to laud? Any idea? Good Lord, all them witches? It is not all the witches. It is Dawes. Oh, all right. Great. The new oh, dude. Okay, record. so I've actually listened to this entire record. So this will oh, be really fun. Oh, I can't fun. wait. Okay, I can't wait. I've listened to this record almost a dozen times, maybe more than a dozen times in the last week. This came out on July 23rd. We are taping uh, in early August, and I cannot get enough of this record. So Dawes is an L.A. band. They are excellent musicians. Um, they're total scenesters. They play on a lot of different records, and I have found them a tad eagle-ish, and that is not a compliment coming from me. Their first record is in 2009, and uh, they've been putting out right. First of all, this is their eighth album in 13 years, which is an amazing amount of productivity for a modern band. Like most eight albums takes most people like 25 years to make. So I respect this band like album, album, album. They are always working. They are always writing. But I have been lukewarm. I've been waiting for the Dawes record where I'm like, okay, I like this record. And they haven't done it yet. The big jump for me in 2016 they had a song called Telescope on their record Passwords. And I was like, this song is fantastic. It was one of my favorite. It might have been my song of the year, actually, that year. Um, but the follow-up record, which is the Dave Cobb record, Good Luck With Whatever, I liked three or four songs, but I a lot of, lot of mid-tempo, a lot of three-part harmony, a lot of desperado-ish uh, feelings. I just couldn't get around it. And then this record... This ridiculously titled record. This record is called Misadventures of Doom Scroller. And when I saw that they, Dawes had a new record and it was called that, I was like, oh, good Lord. And then Dawes played this whole record live in the studio in one shot on YouTube a month before the record came out. And as they released the singles from the record, they also released the live performances. And I watched the first the nine minute start. And first of all, the first thing you need to know about this record, it's seven songs, not 34, but it's 46 minutes long in seven songs because there's a nine and a half minute song and an eight and a half minute song and a nine minute song on this crazy record. Um, but I watched them play the first song, which is called Someone Else's Cafe. And I could not believe the quality of the musicianship, but the quality of the writing. Oh my God, this band just jumped a whole plane. They, this is a band that's capable of writing great songs, but these are great songs with enormous ambition without losing tunefulness, without losing a sense of urgency. They let themselves stretch out a little bit and they release the first four songs on the record one week at a time up until the release date. And I was, I, after the second song, I was like waiting for Friday so I could go on the Dawes YouTube page and hear the next song and then listen to the live recording. Um, this is a fantastic record. These guys play their asses off all the way through it. And this record's getting dinged for the lyrics. Dawes, I guess, uh, I guess one of the things that critics have worried about with this band is whether the lyrics are a little silly. I don't think these lyrics are bad. In fact, I find a couple of these songs really moving. I love the lyrics to Comes in Waves. I love the idea of someone else's cafe. Um, I find the lyrics to Joke in There's Somewhere to be touching. Um, but it's the music. This is such a musical record without like, it's amazing. Like if you could take like 
like Steely Dan without like Steely Dan's cocaine silliness. And you could take the groove of a jam band without a 27 minute E minor to A thing. And you could get three terrific singers like this is a this is just it reminds me of records from the past, which is probably why I love it so much. Like it's such a thoughtfully recorded, brilliantly executed series of songs. It is their best record. And and I when I say I think it's their best record, I would not recommend any of the seven previous Dawes albums for purchase. And I think this is the best record of the year. And it might be the best record I've heard since Courtney Barnett's debut. And it might be the third or fourth best record I've heard since like 2004, 2005. Like, I just can't get enough of it. I recommend everybody just immediately start listening to it. I just love this record. Um, and I was trying, I look, I did some research, which is unusual for this pod. Is there a band where their eighth record, their eighth record is a huge quantum leap forward from everything else they've previously done? And there is only one comparison to be made here. And can any of you guess what is the band where their eighth album is the giant great leap forward that puts everything the band's been trying to do together and launches them to a whole new level? Good Lord, Pink Floyd? It's Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And I would say that this is that level of jump for Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. That Dawes went. This, good is, luck the, from this what, is Dark Side of the Moon. No, it's not Dark Side of the Moon. But in terms of a band's leap and and just overall quality, just in every way, songwriting, musicianship, sound, production, they put it all together on this. This is everything this band does well without any of the things that annoy me. Here is a minute. I could play any minute of any song from this record and be happy. But here's a minute from the from track four, which is called Ghost in the Machine, which is probably my favorite, although my favorite is changing day to day. Um, and it's, this is just this is just terrific music played terrifically well sung, well recorded. I am all in madly in love with this Dawes record. I cannot wait to go see them on this tour and see them play these crazy, silly songs live. And here we go. Misadventures of Doom Scroller by Dawes. Through the buildups and the breakdowns, through the boom and through the crash, filling stockpiles of excuses for how to trade it in for cash. All the poisonous motel rooms, the lobby call at 615. drum kit the quality of the rhythm section the tone on that guitar the quality of the lead vocal and there's three or four part harmony on this record in places that just knocked me on my ass i oh. don't like this record to quote my dear friend i freaking love this record it's wow. a it's my favorite record of the if there's a record better than this that comes out in the second half of the year i will be gobsmacked and thrilled but Dawes, welcome to the club. I will pay attention to everything you do for the rest of your career because of this record. This is the strangest. Excellent. Love it. Very excited. Okay, so. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm on a delay. <laughs> this go is ahead. the strangest. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you guys go on without me. Go ahead. You want to go first? Go. Have fun. Here's what I'll say. First, I think I previously described this, but let me just go through my the actual way that I do this. I go to Metacritic and the well-reviewed albums I listen to. And when I used to buy music illegally from the Russians, I would actually download it. Now that I'm a Spotify guy, I just go to Spotify and listen. And so I'm actually at work 
and by the way, I put work in quotes. Jeff is always like, oh, this, like, these 50-year-old guys just work their asses off. I do spend a lot of time in my office, but some of it includes me writing or working or answering emails while I'm listening to music. Anyhow, so I go through, I grind through it. And actually, whatever, I went to Metacritic and it looks like there were 18 records that I listened to yesterday and the day before, including this Dawes record. Um, the first one minute of this Dawes record, I was like, I perked up and I was like, oh, that sounds really good. What's going on here? That sounds a lot better than I thought. Problem, nine minute song. Nine minute song is the first one. Comes in waves, 530. Uh, so everything is permanent, 843. Ghost in the Machine, 619. And then this one really got me. This is the one that pushed me over the edge. <laughs> yeah. Joke in there somewhere, five minutes and 24 seconds, the shortest song in the record so far. I'm like, okay, well, that's promising. Oh, except there's another, the next song is Joke in there somewhere, outro, 137. I don't know what It they reminded were me of that. Infinite Jest, which is like, if the, if the joke is infinite, it's not very funny. Like brevity is the soul of wit. Um, so uh, I really, really, really like this record. I don't like it when, because I'm working. So I'll listen for a minute. I'll be like, I like that. And then I go away and then I come back. I'm like, good Lord, is this song still going on? And then I go away and work. And then I come back. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this song nine and a half minutes long? Yep. Um, and for my mix, which I basically listen to at work too, that's just, a, that's a, that's a bone crusher. There's just very few nine and a half minute songs on the mix. Point taken, uh, perfectly reasonable. And in fact, I actually think that first song is a minute too long. Like they go back and back and back to that refrain. Um, and that outro is hilarious. Like the outro makes no sense whatsoever. Like, why is that not part of track six or track five? Well, why is it not part of the joke, record? right? I mean, right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I guess, and I'm, I've decided like that that's part of the, if it's self-mocking, it's really funny that they put an outro on one of these ridiculously long songs. But at the same time, there's never a moment when I'm listening to one of those long songs where I'm like, I don't love the sound of this. Yes. That's great. Right. Could I it hear be you. a little shorter? Like if this is a 43 minute record, it might, it would be even better, but I am just like completely gobsmacked at how good it is. I actually went out and bought the vinyl because I liked it so much. And it's such a classic side one side two, 1978 vinyl record at heart. Wow. And it sounds great. It doesn't sound any different to my, I mean, my ears are shot, but listening <laughs> to it as a vinyl record is is just glorious. It's such. It's the also way to like to uh, it. so. Now that I'm a Spotify user, I do really appreciate. I'm super sad they don't track my own listens, which makes me really bummed out. Like I used to be solipsistic. I knew how much I listened to to a song, but Spotify will tell you how much other people listen to. And on a on a like on the Zach Bryan one. So for example, one way you could do is just go through and listen to the most listened to songs. There's 34 of them. This record is freaking hilarious. The first song, 371,000 plays. People are like, oh, I kind of like that. Second song, 370,000 plays. People are like, I'm willing to hang in here. Like the first one was nine and a half. Second one's 530. Next song, 193, 124, yep. 102, 26. Dude, it just, this record just bore, like wore people out by the end of it. Like it's not, it's just in descending order from the yep. first one to the last one where people peel off. So that's, I mean, that's, that would be my issue with it. Wow. And it's, I get it. It's, it's not easy. Like I'd say other thing I'm so impressed by, like, one of my criticisms of Dawes's records up to this point is they're doing too much work for the listener. Like big choruses, here comes the bridge. Like this will remind you of a thing you've heard before. And this is like, fuck it. This is who we want to sound like. Here is us playing at the edge of our instrumental abilities, playing big, bold, like difficult, complex, interesting tunes that are still unbelievably tuneful and fun to listen to and fun to sing along to. This wow. is, I mean- they freaking made this record for me. This tickles all of my funny bones in all the right ways. And I'm going, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to their next show in SF and I'm getting up in the front and I'm singing all these stupid songs along with them. So they know at least one person got it. Cause I am. That's amazing. I, I love it. Digging this record. I just, I can't believe. Jimmy, what do you got this year, man? I can't believe that here on this podcast, I've got Ben choosing a, country singer solo acoustic and jeff picking dawes it's like up is down black is white these are not the men with whom i've had a podcast all this time anyways now it's like shooting fish in a barrel 
I was right. You guys are wrong. The best album of 2022 is by young, no longer young, Harry Styles. President Obama backs me up on my choices. Let's play a little music for a sushi restaurant, shall we? Harry's House by Harry Styles. song on the record although that was just burning my headphones up that bass sound that sounded so good freaking awesome but i love the first single what was that called uh, as it was as i love that yeah. song i was obsessed with it and i love matilda which is the ballad yeah so, but yeah i'm all in on harry like the fine line was great this record's really good he's pretty good live i watched his coachella set and he was a little he's a little rusty but um i got i think it's a great pick i love this record all right Ben, you I in? dig this one too. I have yeah. like eight Harry Styles songs on my new music mix. I am in. I am in. Yeah. I have Matilda and this song on my exercise mix and another six ones on my new music mix. I really like it. Um, it's hard to choose as album of the year. It's so um, it's so consciously Timberlakey to me that that makes it hard. Um, but I also mean that it's praise. Like the Timberlake stuff was great. This stuff is great. Um, he doesn't, he, he is actually working hard and adventurous. He does not have to sound this good. He could put out records that sound a lot worse than this and yeah. still make a boatload of money. Well, so I'm super I, pleased that it's adventurous and cool sounding. I like um, the uh, comparison. Cool. I like the comparison. You may remember that I too, uh, when we cut brought sexy back, I'll put the video on, I'll take the shirt off again. Totally. So you can see. <laughs> you know i'll be interested to see what we all think of the beyonce record in a month which by then will be the most listened to record i quite like it yeah. actually i'm into it i haven't i haven't even haven't even had a chance to check it out oh but. dude you're gonna there's some things that are gonna make you laugh out loud it is a 90s dance record oh awesome. there's some cnc dance squad like this just like straight lists from it that made me so happy oh that's I, that sounds extremely promising all right gentlemen that is it for our night that is back to you <laughs> for season two is it for me you guys can keep on talking uh 2022 is in the books which means season two is in the books which means we are taking some time off i think each of us should turn to our listeners and say something nice listeners thank you so much for listening it is our pleasure to get together the three of us and, and break stuff down like we do and bring a little joy into our lives and so neat that you get a little joy and knowledge at the same time. Uh-oh, he went dark. I will say, uh, like Tim, I can't believe that anybody listens to this. Um, <laughs> I'm thrilled that well, we're bringing some joy to folks. Um, share it with friends. We're at the point now where we're kind of in that weird, uh, we've actually got uh, a group of people listening on the regular. It would be really fun if we could build it a little bit bigger and build out the community and get more and more kind of feedback on it. So um, if you've been enjoying it and you have a, a friend or two that you think would enjoy it, uh, they've got a month to catch up so they can cherry pick or they can uh, they can go back into the 60s and uh, take it from the beginning. But thank you so much. And uh, uh, thank you to my... Uh, my two uh, compatriots here. This is a highlight of my week, even when I'm being snarky about the last minute Spotify requests. So 
yeah nothing but love from uh from the beach from me let me uh so first thank you tim for giving us a chance to thank the listeners like uh super meaningful it's really really fun and it is it's just jeff said it perfectly it's amazing that anyone would listen to this <laughs> so good um second thing that i'll say is i'm super grateful for my co-hosts like this is a, such a lovely community and it means so much to me to be together with you guys and then last uh longtime listeners of the podcast will know that i say this with all the love in the world which is i do it without the listeners like honestly i don't even really care i don't really care if anybody listens that's not the point <laughs> i would love it if it was more popular but it's fine it'd be less yep. popular that's okay too but i'm just super amped to be able to talk to these guys about music Ooh. it's awesome you love know it. you realize that means that we, you'll never have to worry about us going commercial there's yeah, never going to be a point sure. where like well that's a bigger audience we have to watch like ben will ben will put well, the kibosh on that shit well Quick. i will i will say <laughs> a new market is opened up to us we are the uh or last week we were the seventh most listened to music podcast in belgium so Belgium, uh, cheers to you, coming at you with, with waffles and- um, Urban Dance Squad, Deeper Shade of Soul. That's right. Are they All Belgian? Right. Oh, yeah. Guys, surprise, I'll see you later. So you rub your eyes. Love y'all. See you guys, bye. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Electricast.